This is Things You Might Have Heard. I am Jay Cleveland Payne coming to you on this Thanksgiving Day, and I am live the moment when I record this, 5.50 a.m. on Thanksgiving, and it's the 23rd of November, 2023. I'm going to present for you the best, some of the best, in yesterday's uh, information in politics, current events, and pop culture, because you helped us tell me what stories you want to talk about. I curated into this thing here. We are your go-to source for supplemental, for supplemental and mainstream conventional news. Apparently my mouth is not on the day of this Thanksgiving. Got turkey on my brain. And we're going to give you some stories you may have missed throughout the day, although some of these stories were playing right there front and center all day yesterday. If you're already taking the day off, we know we have lower numbers for the holiday week, so we thank you for being here with us. Whether you're watching me live as normal at 5.50 a.m. Central or on a replay later in the morning or day, if it will, thank you so much for being a part of the family. If you're watching the video, you're seeing the teaser graphic, and that is Hall and Oates who are still technically hauling oats, although they're having some issues. We talked about that in a live last night. We also will talk about this here as part of nine stories. You got an extra story today because two stories are just basically the same thing, although there's a lot of that today. Stick with us for all the fun and frivolity that we have for this Thanksgiving Day edition of Things You Might Have Heard. And stick with us for the fun stuff at the end because we still have the fun stuff happening here. Nine stories in a day. We'll explain the vetting process after the headlines and give you that fun stuff to wrap up things and get into our next day, our Black Friday, if you will. And quick reminder, as we're already going along, Black Friday week, we go a little longer because we do extra salesy stuff to try to bring in some extra revenue for the conversation project. So expect a longer ad break, but stick around for the fun stuff as normal. The full offerings of the conversation project can be found, what we do every single day at this is a conversation project.com. Find out what's there so you know what's there faster and less chatter for me to do these things here. Long in the intro, so let's get into the news for the morning. Today happens to be Thursday, November 23rd, 2023. It is Thanksgiving Day, and these are your headlines, nine of them for today, technically yesterday, fed it by you, created by me. Starting off with our first one, this was the top story that overtook everything once it happened, and it's still basically a big, the biggest story, although the details have shifted. Uh, the headline we have for the updated version of the story is vehicle explosion at Rainbow Bridge in Agra Falls, not act of terrorism. Kathy Hochul, the governor of New York, came on TV late yesterday, well, fairly late-ish in the evening, I should say, to talk about the incident that happened. A custom and border control booth at the Rainbow Bridge in Niagara Falls, a very popular tourist attraction, uh, was dealt with uh, a serious incident where two passengers in a car uh, injured uh, other people, killed themselves uh, in an incident that's not believed to be terrorism. The short version of what happened was uh, the car, a late, or I guess a, a late model Bentley, like a 2002 Bentley or something like that, uh, two drivers were in there. They approached the, the booth after some sort of something. Uh, the driver accelerated, took off, uh, basically jumped the curb. The car went airborne, fell to the ground, exploded, and it was done. Uh, they closed all four entrances into Canada in New York at the time. The Rainbow Bridge now still the only one that's closed because it's a crime scene with pieces of the car basically everywhere. And at first they were worried because of the, the heightened sense of, terror, of terrorism right now. Turned out to be, looks like it's just a domestic thing. What we know about the couple is they were going to Canada to attend a concert, a KISS concert, but actually ended up going to a New York casino instead when the concert was canceled. And they were essentially driving to Canada to do whatever we're going to do there, and whatever triggered the incident is not quite known yet. This was, like I said, a very big story as basically no one knew what was happening. All they knew there was that Canada was closed for the day, and we were going to find out more details about this, hopefully, as the day goes through for this Thursday. 
By the way, it was, of course, thought to be Windows terrorism. The FBI was into it. Customs took over it for a while because it was the border. Now it's just being treated as a traffic incident because the terrorism has been alleviated or the thought that it's been alleviated. Something we're seeing a lot of, it is that actors, actresses, musicians, famous people speaking their mind about what's going on in Israel and the Palestinian plight. And we'll say it's a plight because they do have issues going on. But depending on what side you're laying on this thing, you're either um, getting lots of accolades or losing jobs. And that's what Susan Sarandon is doing now. The activist, the very vocal activist on a lot of things, has been dropped by her talent agency, since many reports, because she is uh, talking about a lot of pro-Palestinian things. Things she said specifically at one rally essentially got her dropped from her agency. Uh, the Jewish community has experienced a climate of fear since the war between Israel and Palestinian militants began last month. That's what she's saying. And because essentially what she's going, encouraging people to have the courage to speak out in support of Palestinians, what she's saying is um, pushing things out there. It's also it's 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 all sort of crazy. People should have an idea what they what they believe and should be able to say it. And in this really, really hyper extended time of just. I'll say vigilance because it really is people taking care of themselves, taking the wrong side of something that seems pretty simple, a terrorist attack on one group and another group retaliating for the terrorist attack, even though the terrorists that attacked them represent that group, which kind of makes the problem that's there, is an issue. The Anti-Defamation League has tracked 832 anti-Jewish acts in the United States since October the 7th, so there's a lot of things going here, but at the same time, the Palestinians kind of have a point. They're not in the best of places. Uh, but the, the, the let's say the fault lies in the both sides in not coming to a great uh, not coming to a great agreement on how to end the conflict, as opposed to one side always wanting to basically beat down the other. There are many other people who are losing uh, jobs, losing uh, stature, being blasted for these things, and we had like three of them in the news yesterday. We're just spotlighting students Sarandon for this one because there's so many. However. Moving into the next one, this is where we took two stories that were basically the same and put them together. And that's why we have nine today. First off, Jamie Foxx sued for sexual assault. The unnamed woman claimed that Fox, she asked Fox for a photo at Catch New York City and Roof in August of that year. That, that she finally she said, she said, he said, sure, baby, anything for you. After taking a few photos, Fox allegedly told the woman that she had a supermodel body and smelled so good, he allegedly started touching her appropriately. Uh, the woman claims that several people witnessed the alleged assault but walked away despite seeing her try to get away from Fox. The plaintiff suing Fox and the restaurant for compensatory and punitive damage, claiming she was suffered emotional distress and had to undergo medical treatment as a result of sexual assault. This is a newer type case. The second one, if you're watching the video on the slide, Axel Rose accused of 1989 rape of penthouse model in New York City lawsuit. This is from Sheila Kennedy. She is named because this is a big old lawsuit. The penthouse pet of the year in 1983, dealing with a issue happened in 1989 where Guns N' Roses frontman Axel Rose allegedly raped her. The lawsuit has been brought on the eve of the Survivors Act expiring, which I believe is essentially next week. Uh, the statute of limitations opens up from a lot of cases from 20, 30 odd years ago. And with that running out, as I said a week ago when we talked about Diddy and Cassie, this is going to happen a lot more times. And other than the fact that it's a holiday and there's a hard to get some things filed during the Thanksgiving holiday, I'm sure there'll be two or three more famous people hit with charges like this again. The Jamie Foxx suit, a newer suit, the Axl Rose suit, an older suit brought back to life by the Adult Survivors Act, which is expiring in about a week or so. 
Coldplay concert in Malaysia can be stopped by organizers if the band misbehaves, says the government. What? Coldplay misbehaves? Well, mis the, the Mala Malaysia government is upbeat about Coldplay's first concert in the nation uh, happening, but they plan to use a kill switch. They plan to if the band misbehaves. The Muslim conservatives have protested the concert over Coldplay's support of the LGBTQ plus community. It's not so much that they are bad, it's that they are LGBTQ plus friendly, which Malaysia does not quite work that way. The kill switch basically comes back from a controversy back from um, um, the, uh, the British band back in 1975 uh, in Kuala Lumpur in July. The band's name 1975. This happened in July of this year. The opposition at Parley Party PAS slammed the government's stance, saying Coldplay encourages hedonism, hedonism, that's how you say that, and therefore incomparable with Muslim values. So the concert's going on. The people won't pay money to see them. So apparently somebody wants Coldplay. Somebody wants Coldplay in Malaysia. But the people who kind of run things, as you may see in some places, don't want the freedoms that they present because Coldplay comes from a larger sort of nation states, nation states, you will, where you can speak more free, speak more stuff, even if the freedoms aren't exactly as overt as they should be. We'll see. In fact, basically we'll see if this thing happens. I'm pretty sure the concert happened and there was no issue. Will, if there are, we got other music issues to deal with right now, especially the story that's next, which you all have been waiting for. And I'm going to be kind of leaning on the jokes because the jokes actually all write themselves. And they write themselves literally in the lyrics of the songs written by the band Hall & Oates. As Daryl Hall has granted temporary was granted a temporary restraining order against Hall and Oates band member John Oates this week, and those summons were sent to him, that's John and his wife Amy, at the house in Nashville um, uh, early this week, uh, Monday, I believe, was when actually they were lift, listed. So what's going on? It's hard to really kind of contemplate what's happening because it wasn't really told in the article we put out here. Overnight and with some other digging, people have kind of pulled in the details. Essentially, it's money. Hall thinks that Oates owes money or Oates is not paying enough money or the money is not split in something they've done in a while. They've been touring for a while. In fact, I know a, a friend of mine I used to work with went and saw Hall & Oates at a casino about two, three years ago. They've been banding, more or less, uh, from this get-go since, since 72. They released 18 albums from 72 to about 2006 or so. That's, if my math is right, and it normally is not, over 30 years of just jamming together. So what's the big deal now? Um, I'm yeah, 72 to 06. That's about 30 years or so. So what's the deal now? It's money now. Also, Daryl Hall apparently does not like being a bandmate with John Oates because he's known as the other guy, the tall guy, the blonde guy, the guy that doesn't have the mustache or the guy that didn't have the mustache because John Oates no longer has a mustache. This is a story that a lot of people are going to get into once it really gets the rounds. It's Thanksgiving. There's a lot of people not checking out news going on. But when this one popped up, it was like, Oh, we had to do this one, and we did it. We did it already in uh, a short last night, and it got some responses. But as people start getting into this, and of course Thanksgiving chat chatters begins, um, there'll be a whole lot of Hall and Oates songs played and jokes made on their behalf, <laughs> because, like I said, they can't go for that, and you know, say it isn't so. The jokes literally write themselves. Timu, and Shine. Far lag Amazon's online holiday shopping as it ramps up. Now, I work for a college, a, a higher 
higher early learning institution, a college, it's a historically black college. So the people there, the students there are, you know, young people, they're college students. They tend to not have a lot of money, which means they're all over the Timu and Shine all the time. All we see are packages from Timu and Shine. It's all usually really cheap, just stuff. It's stuff they don't need, stuff you probably can't even understand why they even want it. But hey, it's, they have the money to burn your pocket. It's there. Here's the thing. You're seeing all these people posting Timu and Shine things on their Facebook about how they got their stuff on time and it was great and cheap or whatever. The big issue with the actual usage, actually 9 out of 10 visitors to the Upstart online retailers are just window shoppers. They're not actually buying things. According to a website that tracks these things, Similar Web, they track similar data from Amazon and Walmart and places like that. Timu and Shine and others that are in the upstart marketing aggressively on holiday shopping, essentially the e even cheaper stuff out of China. It's think of Wish uh, only uh, with better marketing uh, is going out there. They, Timu had about 42 million unique visitors in October, um, but only 4.5% of that 42 million actually bought something. Shine uh, spent about 6% more in its ads in the last two weeks for November to get people coming there. But the thing is, they're all going to Amazon. They're all going to Walmart. They're all going to Target. They're all going to established places or things that have been out there for a while, such as your Wayfares and your Overstocks, as opposed to the upstarts. So you see a lot of Timu in your, in your people's mail, maybe, but it really is more or less a bluff going forward. Sam Altman returns to OpenAI in a bizarre reversal of fortune. Sam Altman was fired from OpenAI as a CEO, and he was a founder that was pushed out of his company by a board. And he went to Microsoft because Microsoft is a big funder of OpenAI, and they gave him a brand new job, and they gave all the other people who quit alongside them a new job. But then um, if there's about 700 people that work for OpenAI, and almost all 700 of those people said, we're going to quit if you don't bring them back. And so Sam Altman was brought back and he was brought back with a brand new board, mostly brand new board. Essentially, the one person that really pushed to get rid of him is still there, but everybody else has been shifted. What's the big deal? Sam Altman is one of the people who, you know, he's the founder, creator, if, if you will, the father of OpenAI, one of the fathers of OpenAI. And he's one of the people who's saying that we need to be careful about AI and what it can do, it can, you know, uh, rise in machines and all that. But he also is trying to move OpenAI much faster uh, than the board wanted them to do, mostly not so much in a safety sense, but in a secure business sense, basically giving away more stuff, as you have seen lately, if you're a actual paying member of OpenAI and ChatGPT, you've gotten a lot of new stuff lately. And that's what he's really pushing, more innovation, more stuff for OpenAI so they can compete with the other AI things out there. He's basically playing salesman. The board didn't like that. They got rid of him. Microsoft's like, well, we'll hire him and we'll build our own thing. We're using that stuff. And then on a weird, strange reversal of fortune, he's back where he was, technically still working for Microsoft. And because we really can't resist an OnlyFans story, we wrap up with this one. OnlyFans star says they shouldn't have to pay tax because their work feels like a, quote, public service. Her words? Not mine. An Australian influencer believes that OnlyFans creators shouldn't have to pay tax because they're public service they give out to people. Billy Beaver, B-E-E-V-E-R, just in case, who won Best Female Porn Star in this year's Australian Adult Industry Choice Awards, because that's a thing, is demanding the government be more lenient on OnlyFans creator content because they do so much stuff as a public service they think that they should pay less in taxes. Now, she's in Australia, and that's what's going on. Several Australian stars are complaining about the paying the taxes, including folks like Tasha Page and Kayla Smith. If you don't know who they are, well, we have a big following in Australia, then you may know them. If not, 
there'll be a lot of foreign Googling going on today, I'm sure, after Turkey is taken care of. But uh, there's also things on the OnlyFans. It's not just the not safe for work stuff. They do stuff like that, and it, but it is work to them. There's a business expense if they have to do hair and makeup, clothing, procedures, treatments that would be tax deductible if they were working in the regular industry of entertainment. But because it's OnlyFans, it's not exactly listed as regular industry of entertainment, although your mileage may vary. For apologies, errors, and omissions, uh, I think we're doing pretty good. Other than the fact that we went really, really long today, I'm not sure. Well, I am sure. I'm just sort of in the rambling mood today. I guess I have all that pent-up frustration from trying to stay on task. That Thanksgiving's kind of getting away with me. So let's get into an omission story, something we hadn't talked about, that we'll bring up going further. The ninth suspect arrested in the murder charge in the high school student beating death. Uh, we've Actually, I guess we've talked about that slightly a bit. I think we may have omitted it a couple times. Uh, but uh, of the eight young men who were arrested, four of them charged as adults in the actual uh, murder of a beating death of a young man in Las Vegas. Another person is suspect was arrested. Ten people they expected to be arrested altogether. So one more person has not been named to go into that one. Uh, we talked about the fact that the death of the white teen was caused essentially by the ganging up by a group of black teens and why we've redone this, we've rehashed this. It's a story that should be bigger because it's a teen story. It's a youth story, but it's not as big because the white teen was killed by black teens and supposed to vice versa. It's not the race story that we tend to look for. We tend to play up the media, and I say the media, as a part of the media, will play up. Trust me, I'm playing this one up as much as possible because it's a story that talks about the youth and the issue the youth are having. Um, the other issues are not so much underlying, but they're there. Our teaser story for our Friday edition. We could talk about this one. We could talk about other turkey things because there's a lot of turkey things to talk about. This is a real turkey uh, right here. Let's uh, get into um, the turkey isn't actually the problem. The turkey is the issue. It's the fans, if you will. The story, the headline for our teaser story goes like this. Greg Popovich grabs arena microphone during game to tell Spurs fans to stop booing Kawhi Leonard. Very quickly, Kawhi Leonard, used to play for the Spurs, was there to help them win a championship a few years back. Now he plays for the Clippers. Clippers visited to San Antonio while Kawhi Leonard was on the court. Lots of boos. When he was shooting free throws in this particular point, a lot of boos, a lot of noise, a lot of just, just terrible behavior. Greg Popovich took to the mic to do what he does, child people who are doing dumb things and saying, Hey, idiots, stop booing Kawhi. This is not us. We are better than that. You want to go deeper into this and how Greg Popovich should be the own, the uh, the no-labels candidate for presidency? Because I think he right now is the guy that should can beat both those guys. Go to our feeds on Facebook and Twitter. Facebook.com slash This is a Conversation Project and Twitter.com or X.com. It's what it's called, even though it's Twitter is the website. Twitter.com slash X.com slash TH underscore conversation. We post news stories every 50 minutes, even during vacations and holidays and weekends. Look for our news stories while you're checking out on all the food porn today. Look for what we have going out there. No food porn, just other news stories. We'll find them. They'll be hard to pull for the day, but we'll find them. Trust me. Like them, love them, hate them, share them. The more engagement you give to a story on this day, the better chance that we talk about these stories going forward. We have another show for tomorrow. We will do it tomorrow, a Black Friday edition of Things You Might Have Heard. We have the weekend show. It will happen this weekend. Uh, next weekend may be a bit of a wash based on, on schedules, but it will happen this weekend. We'll give you the weekly wrap-up for the full stories of the week, and we need you to vote the stories in. We can't tell you what to talk about, what we're talking about, until you tell us what to talk about. It's literally that way.
Our sponsor we're spotlighting today on this Black Friday, our paid sponsor, our big sponsor, our um, affiliate sponsor is Blinkist. And Blinkist has a great Black Friday deal for you. I know I told you to buy it last week, but if you didn't, I'm glad because you can get 75% off the year subscription today or through Black Friday, through Cyber Monday, essentially. Blinkist is the app that gives you a chance to catch up on all the books that you have missed. Now, you can use this in conjunction with your other app readers, your other book readers, yes, your Amazons, because what Blinkist does, it takes full books, autobiographies, and nonfiction books, and breaks them down into the main subjects, the main topics, the, and calls them blinks. So a book that would take about three to four hours to read or listen to in audiobook form can be read or listened to in the blink audiobook form in about 15 minutes. Books that take really, really, really long time to listen to, like uh, books by, by um, like, like The Art of Seduction, books, long books like that, that are literally eight hours, nine hours, ten hours long. There's really long, thick anthology-like biologies uh, out there. You can listen to them in 45 minutes or so. They boil down to the main points. And there's links to go buy the full editions in either audiobook or main books form, electronic book, if you want to. So if you get a big piece out of the nuggets, you want to get the full meal, you can do that as well. The biggest, greatest thing, opposite thing about Blinkist is Blinkist Spaces. You get Blinkist for your account, and then you can share the books that you get out of Blinkist with other people in Blinkist Spaces. You can listen together and have your own mini book, book uh, clubs going together. Check it out today, 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 on this pre-Black Friday, because today's Thanksgiving, Black Friday pricing, 75% off a year subscription right now. This is an affiliate link, so if you buy them, you you then we get a cut kickback. And why not get a kickback from getting 75% off the year subscription? Go to this. It's the conversationproject.com slash Blinkist. This is the conversationproject.com slash Blinkist, B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T. Uh, this is an app I've been using for years. I read two books a day in the morning and afternoon because I read them, air quotes, using Blinkist. And you should get caught up on all the books that you've missed. You know you want to get more books into your life. This is the best way to do it. And get it for 75% off the price of the year for your Black Friday pricing today. By the way, I wrote a book, Mastering Your Money. I wrote a few books. I wrote about eight books. But this is my latest book out there. And now is the time. Although, if you get the Kindle version, you can go ahead and talk about it at the dinner table today and have that money fight right now. If you get the paperback, it'll take you a little time. And you can put it in somebody's stocking and have that fight for Christmas Day that money fight going on. But if this is the year that you have determined yourself getting ready to get that money fixed, then get it done. Go get it done. Uh, you can get your help with this book. Now, I am not a financial expert. I am not a Dave Ramsey. I'm not a Rachel Cruz. I'm not even um, um, Tom Cruise by any means. I don't know what it is about money, but hey, he makes a lot of it. What I am is a regular person who is kind of tired of being beaten down by people who say, you know, this is what you do with your money. So I'm not beating you down with, by saying this is what you do with your money. I'm showing you some very simple and simple, easy to follow tips and giving you some encouragement and some coaching along the way. This is the way to master your money. This is a way to master your money. So if you've been dealing with uh, the past and having people just sort of saying, you know, you spend too much money on this, you do whatever, or you buy these books that have these complicated things that make you eat nothing but rice and beans for like two years until you can, um, you know, pay off your house. This is not what this book's all about. Check it out. 
I think you'll enjoy it. It is called Mastering Your Money. It's by me, Jay Cleveland Payne. Search for it on Amazon because it's there. It's also in other bookstores because it allows you to, uh, the Amazon platform puts it in the bookstore. So it may actually be in your bookstore. It may be in the back someplace. But look for Mastering Your Money on Amazon and help a brother out. Help me out for the More Better Media and Conversation Project by getting this thing and help yourself out because this may be the year that you can actually figure it out. This book may help you unlock that code. Let's talk about us. More technically, me, but us. The Conversation Project is the us we're talking about. We live online at this is theconversationproject.com. Our home online allows you to see more of what we do. Every single weekday morning, even on holidays, because I actually, from my broadcast days, love working in the empty holiday buildings, uh, we give you news stories for the previous day or for Monday, the previous weekend, to get your day started on what you need to know. And you guys help us pick the stories out the day prior with your engagement in the feed. So we ask you every single day, every time we get a chance to, Stop by the feeds, engage in the feeds, let us know what stories we should be talking about. We also ask you to go to our email at the conversation inbox at gmail.com and let us know what stories and what work we can do to make sure we're doing the best things we can do for uh, the conversation project and for you guys. We ask if you if you deem us worthy to check out our sponsors because they help pay the bills. We ask you deem us worthy to check out our partnerships page and partner up directly with us because that helps us pay the bills and do better things. We have a lot of great things we wanted to do this year. And, of course, if you follow along, if you're new here, you may not know we went through, we, the collective, we at the Conversation Project, went through um, losing a house or semi-losing house from tornado, um, falling ill and nearly dying. That happens every decade, apparently so. And a couple other just sort of minor setbacks. But we also had some great breakthroughs this year. The biggest setback is, you no, know, now we are in a temporary studio, temporary place, got to rebuild all that stuff. And so some of the building on we wanted to do didn't happen. And some of the grouping on for people didn't happen as well. We're looking for more, greater, better things for 2024, especially since it's election year. So we have a lot of stuff to cover, a lot of conversational stuff and stuff we don't really want to talk about. That must be talked about. Help us out by joining us as a partner. Help us out by just going to the feeds and engaging. Help us out by sharing our stuff with other folks and watching more videos and reading more newsletters. Just be a pal. We thank you for that. And if you're here this long, as we were going really, really long today, we thank you so much for all that stuff. Let's get you your fun stuff so we can all get the stuff. I've got turkey to start preparing on it so i gotta get going too our fun stuff starts with birthdays every single weekday morning and on november 23rd is no exception turkey day birthday going out to miley cyrus it just happens that today's turkey day but she's 31 years old on this november 23rd miley cyrus um very much maturing which may make you feel really old if you're used to watching the hannah montanas with your younger ones my 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 not younger one anymore is 30 so he grew up with hannah montana uh so so, so that makes me feel a bit older my other younger one is 11 because my wife and i are bad at math this day in 1954 for the first time, the Dow Jones Industrial Average closes above the peak it reached just below before the 1929 crash. It took it almost 30, it's about 25 years, almost a half century to get back up to where it was before it crashed back in the 20s. Uh, that tells you how volatile and how crazy the market is and how you should keep an eye on your money. I also sell or we, we promote uh, various um, ways to do investments and make money here on the thing, but also keep an eye that those investments can lose money. They always have a chance. Today is Thanksgiving, obviously the, the uh, uh, fourth Thursday of November. It's also Family Health History Day. 
which essentially on Thanksgiving. What this is, is a chance to gather up with your family since you're all together and talk about your family health. This is a day to really check in on grandma, check in on that uncle and talk about what is your in your family history or what things you as a younger person or fairly younger person may have to deal with going forward. If you have things in your history, such as sickle cell or dementia or just uh, heart disease, things like that, it's a time to spend a little bit of time taking care of yourselves and talk, having those conversations. I joked a little earlier about the money conversations you could have if you bought the book I wrote, but these are the things that you talk about when you gather together. It's best to do this at the happy occasions around the food table of a Thanksgiving than at a sad occasion around a food table at a funeral. Just put that in mind. Family Health History Day, take some time to gather with the family or just give them a call and say, hey, how you doing? What's going on? Is there anything that I really should be looking into uh, for the family health? And with that, a little somber, but that's how we're wrapping up this Thursday, Thanksgiving edition of Things You Might Have Heard. My name is Jay Cleveland Payne. Thank you for being with us for the overly extended version. Tomorrow we expect not to be so long. I think I just got overly into some of those stories and that OnlyFans story. I just could not back away from it. Unfortunately, we can't back. It's it's like it's it's catnip. We just can't stay away from anything OnlyFans. And I don't even subscribe. I'm not a George Santos. I'm not making up fake campaign donations so I can subscribe to OnlyFans. I'm just looking at the OnlyFans stories that you guys respond to because you guys always respond to them. In the meantime. Be with us tomorrow. We'll have another edition of this one, Things You Might Have Heard. And if you have missed one of these things, go to our website, thisisconversationproject.com, and look for past episodes of the updates and just the newsletter links if you missed a story so you can get deeper into some stories. Look for more things happening in the shorts throughout the day because I've got mostly a day off, although I've got a lot of cooking to do. I'm, a cook, I'm the cook in the family. So between that here and there, I may do some stuff. I may do a turkey drop. We might do a turkey drop. We'll see. And... Make sure you are staying limber and staying hydrated, staying on task. That's my out for things because um, we've got a lot to go. We, we're, we're almost we're not quite through with 2023 yet. Trust me, there's plenty to get in the way for that one. And 2024, we expect big things from all of us. We here, you included. So let's make sure we do our best to make sure we're all here for the bulk of it and don't do anything to prematurely wrap up a year with that. This is very much not premature. This is a bit, a bit overlong, very overlong for a long time. Thank you so much for being a part of all the live people watching who stuck around for the long version and got up on this Thanksgiving morning. Thank you so much for being here, watching this replay. Let me know where you're at, what you're listening to, where, how you're listening or, or watching it, and what we can do more of. And be here tomorrow. That's it. Be here tomorrow for your Friday edition.